Welcome in the NRL Supercoast Therapy Podcast, the Round 19 preview. Here we are, the last of the big buy rounds for the year. Uh, man, crazy old time, isn't it? Uh, best laid plans and all that. Uh, you've seen it everywhere. Teams uh, thought they were uh, well, well prepped, ready to go. And uh, then all hell breaks loose. Origin selections, uh, babies due, um, maybe the odd injury or two. It's just been, it's just been one of those things. Something fun to deal with for us super coaches. And uh, yeah, all of a sudden, round nineteen becomes a bit sticky. She's a tricky old one. Uh, are we going to have thirteen players? I would be surprised. I, I, I think most teams are going to be running anywhere between. Uh, 10 and 13, I mean, some big calls to make, whether you want to uh, use some trades just to have 13 players or not. We'll get into that a little, bit, a little bit later. Let's preview the round first. We start off tonight, Thursday night. We are at Combank Stadium. Uh, I actually thought this was going to be at Campbelltown, so I was relieved to see it at Combank because, you know, Campbelltown's not the, not the best-looking ground on the eye. Um, watching on TV, Combank's pretty cool. Uh, and we are the Tigers, the Tigers hosting the Sharkies. Uh, oh, the Tigers coming off that uh, massive, massive defeat up, up of the Cowboys last week. Sharks putting on a pretty good score against the Dragons a week ago last Thursday night. Have a run through the teams here. Obviously, so many of these teams are depleted origin-wise. Uh, not so much the Sharks. They're looking pretty good. Um, same back line as usual. When um, Kennedy, Katoa, Ramian, Talakai, Mulatalo, Moylan, Hines, and the forward pack, Kafusi, Braley, Rudolph, Nikara, Wilton, McKinnis, there is no uh, Fanukan. Two more years. Uh, he he's, he's taking two more weeks off for a suspension. Um, I just, bit of an inside joke there. I just think Fanukan's form's kind of starting to fall off a cliff and he's still got two more years left. I, I don't know if he's going to make it. He's struggling a wee bit. He's definitely not the player he was even, say, you know, two years ago when he was back at the Storm, when he was at the Storms. So um, on the bench, Williams, Graham, Colhoun, and hey, my boy Hazelton. So Colhoun, an interesting one. He's a jewel. Uh, he's a cheapie. I uh, wouldn't expect him to see him for the rest of the year. Uh, Hamlin Uwelly is out for a couple of weeks. Uh, and with Finucane, I mean, Colhoun might, be, might get on the bench again next week and could be a, an issue for you. Uh, at the Tigers, uh, Buller, uh, Kapoa, Toa, Talal, Tupo, Laurie, and Wakem. Utoa Kamano is playing as he's been dropped by Freddie. Simpkin, Clemmer, Papali, Bateman, and Bole gets um, another crack at lock. Bateman is back on an edge. Uh, De Silva, Bloor, Safarth, and James uh, gets a debut. So, interesting, few interesting names there at the Tigers. Uh, you've got to expect the response after what they put up last week. Um, Bateman on an edge. I don't mind it. I think he's fine. Uh, he struggled last week. I remember he's a pasty old pom, so he might have been struggling in the Townsville heat, playing 55 minutes. Uh, the team was under the pump. Uh, he was he had a pretty shithouse game, to be fair. Uh, and, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Uh, on an edge, um, possibly more. Maxi, maybe not more of an uh, an attacking advantage because he just doesn't have the halves to put it through holes or anything like that. Everything he creates, he has to do himself, and he's probably got his hands on the ball a little bit more playing at lock. We'll see how it goes. I mean, he might be a trade down the track, possibly. I mean, I wouldn't be doing it this week. Obviously, he's a number. 
vitally important. Uh, Bloor to the bench is, you know, I, I thought he was going all right, to be fair. Um, but yeah, Kapoor and uh, comes in, Talao come in for Nofaluma and Naden. Uh, I don't I don't mind Asul Kapoor. He had a really good game a few weeks ago against the Storm. Uh, he was really he was really strong, and um, that was his last game. And I thought he I thought he went pretty well. He's close to bottom dollar. He is dual second row centre. I'm not expecting Tigers wingers to score lots of tries, but um, depending on what you want to do, if you do want to bring in enough or a cheap, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be enough. He might hold his spot for the next few games or pop up here and there. Tigers tend to change their team quite a bit. Uh, he's one to think about for sure uh, if you want to downgrade. Um, Papali'i as well. I don't think you can go wrong with Papali'i. I think he's going to pump out decent enough scores for you. Uh, he's reasonably valued. Um, I think he's still he's still in the 500, so he's still he's still reasonably valued for you if you want to go that way. And uh, let's just find his um, let's just find his number. 544, pretty reasonable. Three round average is 60. You know, so you know what you're going to get with him. Um, I mean, has he even scored a try this year? Let's have a look. Oh, he scored one try. You know, so I uh, hate to say I told you so, Isaiah, but um, well, you knew what you are getting yourself into when you signed that contract. You tried your ass off to uh, renege on it. Uh, Tigers played hardball, and now you're a Tiger. So there you go. Um, yeah, it's going to be tough for the Tigers. I think the Sharks have got way too much across the board. For a side that's entrenched in the top eight, to not be origin-affected at all is um, is just a blessing for... Uh, for the Sharks. Uh, I think they'll take care of business. I don't think it's going to be a massive score. I'm not expecting big blowouts this weekend, to be fair. I'm going to take the Sharks 30 points to 16. I think the Tigers might show a little something. Uh, obviously, I don't think it'll be enough. I think the Sharks will win for sure. 30 points to 16. Let's take them. All right. The lone game on Friday, and it is the St. George Illawarra Dragons hosting the Raiders uh, down in Wollongong. Uh, the Dragons coming off a pretty big loss themselves. The Raiders are squeaked by the Titans last week. Uh, so, and interesting names here. Paul Turner, ex-Warrior, uh, ex-Titan, just hasn't been able to crack it. I thought he was a chance a few years ago with the Warriors. He showed some glimpses, uh, then went to the Titans, didn't really get much of an opportunity there, and now I didn't even know he was on the Dragons' books. Now he's playing fullback. Sloan is out with a calf, I believe. Um, sorry, James, I know you're a Sloan owner. Uh, so uh, hopefully you're okay for numbers there. Otherwise, uh, Fingai Suli, Lomax, uh, Rabalawa, Lomax, uh, where the smoke is fire there. I mean, I'd, I'll be surprised if he stays at the Dragons. Uh, he might be on his way. Uh, kind of mixed messages you're hearing the Dragons. There's a report that they've said, yeah, you're welcome to leave. I think he's contracted to 26. Uh, but and then Flanagan all came out and said, no, I want to coach him. I want to improve him. Um, so... If they do get rid of Lomax, you'd think they'll be paying a fair um, chunk of the freight on any new contract he signs elsewhere. So uh, that'll be an interesting one to see how that plays out. He's certainly, um, along with a lot of his teammates, uh, not having a great year at all. Uh, the forward pack, Mola, Little, Laurie, who was also captain, Murdoch, Masilla, Sewer, and DeBellin. What does that say to Jack DeBellin? <laughs> yeah, you're not the captain anymore. Um, Oh, who's the captain? Um, uh, hey, Blake, you want to be captain? Yep. Sweet. Done. 
The Blake Laurie is now the captain of the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Wow. Uh, in by Molo Couchman, Dan Russell gets a uh, a chance for NRL debut named on the bench. The Raiders, Chris Hopawati, Croker, Tomoko, Rapana, Whiten, and Fogarty. So the back line's pretty settled there. Uh, still missing Papa Lee with the hamstring. Uh, and Corey Horsburgh playing Origin. How good is that? So Gula has been named in the front row with Tarpany. Zach Wolford is the hooker. Hudson Young dropped from the Origin side. So expect a big game from him. Whitehead and Adam Moriota is playing lock. Uh, I'm expecting big minutes from Tarpany. Without Papali there, without Horsburgh, I think they're really going to need Tarpany to step up, especially if it stays a close game, which I, I think it will. Um, Dragons, I'm not the Dragons. So the Raiders tend to play close, uh, regardless of the opposition. Um, and the Dragons, I'm, I'm expecting them to play You'd hope that they will play better. I think this will be a reasonably closest game. So I think that means good minutes for Joseph Tarpany, a highly owned player. Uh, but I'll be I'll be expecting 70 minutes from him. And if he can and last two scores have been 70 plus. I think last week he might have even cracked 80. So if we can get something like that from him, how good. Um not that matters too much. He's a highly owned player. The bench is Starling. Uh, Trey Mooney gets a chance, Nick Kotrick and Peter Oller. I looked at Nick Kotrick. He is cheap. Man, that guy, massive fall from grace for this bloke. He played Origin, what, three or four years ago? And uh, his first stint at the Raiders, he was a tackle-busting freak. He just, you know, he's just a big ball of muscle. Um, went to the dogs and um, so did his game big time. And now he's back at the Raiders and it's just not working out. So, uh, and he sits on the bench there. So they've got a hooker and um, an outside back on the bench. Trey Mooney's an edge forward, and Peter Holler, not a big minute kind of guy. So that's why Tarpany might even roll out 80 if it's a close game. Um, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Supercoach-wise, I mean, I wouldn't be touching any Dragons. Wouldn't go near him. I think it's hard to say that someone like Dan Russell is enough. Someone's going to play one game and be done because you never know with the Dragons. They might, just, they might just go to youth for the back end of the season here. You might see a whole lot of random names. Uh, towards the end of the year with an eye to the future. And Dan Russell might be a part of that. So it's a bit risky there. Um, in terms of the Raiders, oh, they do have a pretty good draw. So Croker, you'd expect to be kicking a few goals, maybe. Um, he's just, there is no base there at all. It's just goal kicks and if he jags a try. Otherwise, it's a pretty low score for Croker. Tomoko, perhaps, um, I don't know. I, I just, uh, the Raiders just aren't conducive. Apart from Tarpany and Horsburgh, I just don't think they're conducive to Supercoach scoring. Uh, let's go. Let's go a close game. Let's go Raiders twenty, Dragons eighteen. I think this will be a close game, uh, and let's roll. Let's roll with that. Let's take the Raiders by two. All right, Super Sad Day. We have got two games on the Sad Day, and uh, we start off. Where are we? We're at uh, Combank again. It is the Parramatta Eels hosting the New Zealand Warriors. And pretty interesting game here. The, the Eels are depleted. Uh, they, are, they have been ravaged. And um, the Warriors are looking pretty steady as she goes. Uh, let's look at the Eels first. Sean Russell with the back with Gutherson getting the call up into origin. Oh, just my gut getting kicked in. Uh, along with all the other Gutho owners. Sibo Penasini Simonson. Lumi Lumi gets a crack on the wing with Sean Russell playing in the uh, at fullback there. I think Lumi Lumi 
Uh, if you remember him, he played for the Storm on the wing. I don't know if he played anywhere else. Uh, he's not a bad finisher, uh, and he's not a bad option either if you want enough out. I can't. I don't see Lumi Lumi playing too many more games of first grade uh, for Parramatta this year. Um, interesting to see though. Maybe it's a it's a tricky one there because the Warriors' defense has been pretty rock solid all year, so I wouldn't be expecting a high score. And the fact that he doesn't have the regular halves or the fullback uh, to feed him any decent ball. But one to think about there. Ryan Madison has been named to play 5-8, which is, um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes. Uh, they're just, they're stacked in the back row there, the edges. Uh, so we'll see how he goes there at 5-8. He does have a high break even. Uh, and if he pumps out, I think he, the last time he played uh, around 16, when he played 5-8, I think he might have pumped out of 50. And um, so there's a good chance there. If he does the same kind of thing with a high break even, I think his break even is around 100. So uh, he might drop 35K, something like that. Uh, be pretty affordable uh, to bring in uh, when he's back in his regular role, which we think is probably going to be playing the middle role off the bench, which he does so well. Something to think about. In the forwards, it's Ogden Hands. Junior Paolo is back, not named for New South Wales. And I don't mind it. If you need to bolster up the front row, I think you do worse than uh, Junior for the rest of the year. Uh, I don't mind this one at all. If we just have a look and see what he's valued at, I think he's very low 500s. So let's have a look. Where is he? Oh, no, that's Junior Palmer. We don't want him. <laughs> no offense, Junior. The other Junior, the bigger Junior. Yeah, 516. Uh, Three-round average of 62. Five-round average of 54. I've got a feeling he's going to play really big minutes this week. Um, I just like, if, if you need to bolster up the front row, I don't mind him as an option rather than, uh, well, we've got Payne Hearts with an injury, so we're not sure how that's going to play out. Um, I don't mind left field one, Junior Barlow. I think he's got big minutes in him. Uh, he's had, he's had some decent scores. He turned up earlier in the year. Then he's got fifties, forties, another 80 there with a try. Yeah, a few 40s, a 68, 49, and then a 69. The base isn't great, but there is the creative stuff. He can offload, he can throw a short pass. Uh, I'm expecting big minutes from Junior this week. Uh, with this team that they have named, I'm expecting big minutes because uh, the bench is Moretti, Offengarwe, Lane, and Makatoa. Makatoa, they don't give big minutes to. Uh, Norm Moretti, Offengarwe, uh, we know he can play decent minutes. Sean Lane is an edge player, so um, interesting to see what they do. I don't mind. I don't mind Junior Barlow. How about we think about that at the Warriors? Uh, big news here. Well, we have got Nicole Clock started with Tenzer Lesnag, Barry Pompey, Montoya, Metcalf, Johnson. It's the same team uh, that got beaten pretty comprehensively to the uh, Rabbitohs last week. Uh, Sean Johnson is on baby watch. So we're going to wait and see. We're going to know by Friday whether he is on the plane and flying to Sydney or not. Um, my gut and my glass half empty as an owner uh, telling me he will not be playing and I'm making plans accordingly. And if he plays, absolute bonus. Uh, don't begrudge the fella at all for wanting to stay uh, in New Zealand and uh, be there for the birth of his second wee bubba. So good luck to him and to, uh, and to Kayla. Uh, former ex Silver Fern, and I think they're married, wife, partner, whatever it is. Uh, best of luck to them. So uh, hopefully, you know, look, if it's a late call and he is out, hopefully he doesn't. There's no nasty bullshit online about it. You know, just you know, think about it. 
It's um, you know, as a dad and not an NRL player, it's a no-brainer for me. But you know, I I know there's a lot on the line, uh, and they're going to see how they go. I think I read they're going to see a specialist today, Thursday, and the specialist was going to advise if it's you know the bub is three, four, five days away. If that's the case, um, you know, Sean Johnson will be playing. He might even fly back. He might even fly back Saturday night. You never know. Um, or Sunday with the team. We'll wait and see. Interesting one there. The four-pack, Fanua Blake, Egan, Arfoa, Ford, Barnett, and Harris Barnett. And uh, the on the edge again, uh, we've since found out that, um, oh, what's his face, old headgear? I've forgotten the name. I'm having a blank. The Warriors player uh, stood down for two weeks by the NRL for the um, fracas in the preseason uh, where uh, they got th- went through the courts. So he has sat out two weeks. This is week two. Mitch Barnett is there on an edge. The bench is Dylan Walker, Sirenan, Ale, and Lusick. So uh, they do have a hooker running on the bench. Uh, Ronald Volkman is there, and he will be. Uh, he will definitely be traveling with the squad. He's either. I think he's going to be playing. Uh, he will be playing halfback for Sean Johnson. I would have thought Ronald Volkman not a bad way option if you want to go that way for enough. Um, you could do worse. I'd say he'll be kicking the goals. Um, if Johnson's out, I'm pretty sure he will be. He's kicked before. So he's not a bad wee option if you want to nuff out. The problem is you're nuffing out at halfback. So maybe not. Um, but it's there. It's there anyway. Um, one guy I thought about uh, was a super coach, a very, very popular super coach player from the past. And that's Jackson Ford, who has continued to do a really good job all year at the Warriors. He's 484 grand. Has a low break even at 29, a three round average of 54, and a five round average of 53. So he's been consistent. Uh, I don't mind it if you want to downgrade in the second row and free up some cash. You don't want to go to Nuffs. You want to go to someone who's um, going to be playing every week, someone you can rely on. Maybe he's in your, uh, maybe he's not in your top 17, but he's definitely someone from player 18 to 20 that you can slot in there. For a, during a buy or an injury or something like that happens, or in a matchup, I guess the only thing is if Johnson isn't playing, he won't be on Johnson's shoulder there. Uh, but he's been in good form, and he's uh, he's had a breakout year for sure uh, at the Warriors. Maybe one to think about there. Uh, Score-wise, let's go. What did I do? Another close game. I'm taking the Warriors. Just too many outs. You know, no, um, n- none of your halves. None of your. You don't have your fullback. I think that's just a bridge too far for the um, uh, for the Eels. Uh, oh, I also didn't mention Hopgood has been named. He's 19th man for Queensland, so he should be playing, which is, uh, man, that would have sucked if he was out as well. Um, I'm going to go Warriors 22, Eels 16. I just don't think the Eels have got the points in them, missing Gutherson, Brown, and uh, Moses. So I'm going to take the Warriors 22-16. All right. Second game on Saturday, it is the Rabbitohs and the Bulldogs uh, from, where are we? Are we at a core, are we? We are at a core. Uh, Rabbitohs coming off that brilliant win against the Warriors last Friday night. Geez, they were strong. Uh, they were united. They they came in, backs to the wall, uh, kicked ass and got the job done. It was a very, very impressive win. Uh, and then the Bulldogs lost by 66 points to Newcastle. So that's what we're comparing here. Uh, look, Rabbitohs, lots and lots of guys out. Uh, obviously, there's no Latrell. 
Uh, there's no Cody now. There's no Campbell Graham. There's no Cam Murray. There's no Cook. So they are missing a lot of dudes. This would be a big depth, uh, a big test of their depth for sure. The side is Taff Johnston. Tass returns. Tiln, uh, Tiln, <laughs> Tane Milne is at the centres. Tyrone Munro keeps his spot. The young fella had a really good, impressive debut last week. He keeps his spot on the wing. Dean Hawkins, the 5'8". Lockie Ilias is the halfback. Totola, Havili, Burgess, Ben Lovett, Michael Cheekham, and Shaq Mitchell is your forward pack. There is Mama Zoulis, who is the um, who is the reserve hooker. I expect him to play some decent minutes this week. Talis Duncan, who I believe is a lock forward and did play earlier in the year. I'm pretty sure he's got the headgear. Pretty sure he's a lock forward. Uh, Davi Mowali, Hame Sally, the two big um, the two big props on the bench. Richie Kennar, a very unlucky for Kennar owners there. You'd be spewing about that for sure. He hadn't really done all that much wrong. I'm kind of surprised he got dropped. I think they just wanted to give. You're not dropping Alex Johnson. Um, you're not, uh, and they obviously really, really like what Munro did. Uh, I thought he played in the centres, Richie Kennar, last week. I thought he was all right. I thought Kennar might have got a spot in the centres ahead of Tane Milne. So, I mean, and that may still happen. He's 18th man. Um, what do we got? We've got Liam Knight floating around the bench there. They could probably use a bit of his experience. Um, he might find his way into that side. We'll wait and see. Ben Lovett's an interesting one. I don't know much about him at all. Uh, look, if you could look into your crystal ball and see 80 minutes from him, or if the coach would just tell us, you know, I'm planning on him playing 80 minutes on edge, he gets through his work uh, and pumps out a 50, and then you never see him again. Perfect. Absolutely perfect enough. Uh, so one to look at for sure, depending how your side is made up, what's your death looking like in the second row? Can you carry Ben Lovett for the rest of the year? Is one to think about for sure. Let's talk about the dogs because they've made changes. Averillo's now at fullback. Karaz, uh, Braden Burns, and Jackson uh, Torpenny are your centers. I thought Torpenny, Torpenny's normally in the forwards, so he's playing in the centers. So I think they just want to really look to bolster up their defense. Uh, Blake Wilson, who I thought was pretty good earlier in the year when he got his chance on the wing. Burton and Sexton. Uh, Toby Sexton, now a Bulldog. Uh, rushed straight into the side after um, getting a release from the uh, Gold Coast Titans. Uh, and he is now playing halfback for the Dogs. So there you go. Uh, Max King, Reed Marnie, Ryan Sutton, Ockenbor Preston, and Vitala Mariner has made his way into the starting lineup uh, at lock forward. So, look, there's concerns there. I think Ockenbor has been um, found out a little bit. Uh, always a tough call for a guy who's always been a winger. All of a sudden, you chuck him on a, as a forward, chuck him on an edge or whatever, uh, and he has been found out a bit. He does keep his spot, though, a little surprisingly, when um, a few others didn't. Uh, Raja, uh, Perham, um, might have been somebody else, got got dropped there. Uh, look, Burton's got to stand up for sure here. Uh, look, this bench, Flanagan, Morin, Pangai Jr. is now a bench forward for the Bulldogs. Uh, five weeks ago, he was playing Origin for New South Wales. He's now on the bench for the Bulldogs. Tavita Pangai Jr., everyone. Uh, and Harrison Edwards is uh, your number 17. Uh, oh, this, this is a tricky one here. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Rabbitohs. I think it's going to be a close game. I'll take him 20 points to 14. I'm not expecting a lot of attack from either side, to be honest. 
but yeah, let's go 2014. Rabbitohs to get the win. All right, last game, only game on the Sunday. We're up in Queensland. It's the Titans hosting the Dolphins uh, from Seabus. Titans missing, uh, well, they're missing Brimson and they're missing Motueka, Tino and uh, Fafita. So they're missing a big chunk of their side. Campbell was at fullback with Khan Pereira, Kelly Shop. Sami returns, Foran and Boyd, so they've still got their halves. Uh, Jolliffe, Verils, Isaac for Asu Amala'awi, Haas, Cleese Haas, that is, Stimson and Liu. The bench, Randall Clark, Jojo Fafita, Jacob Alec with a debut. Uh, for, for the Dolphins, uh, pretty settled, only the hammer playing origin. So you've got Nick Arima at the back, who I thought was pretty good last week against the Bronx. Asako, Aiken and Tafare are your centres. Tissi New on the wing, Katoa O'Sullivan. The four-pack is Jesse Bromwich, Jeremy Marshall King under a big injury cloud with the shoulder, Herman S.A.S.A., Conley Lemuelu on an edge with Kenny Bromwich, Ray Stone is your lock. The bench is Kerr, Nichols, Milford, and Wallace. That's a good, experienced, solid bench there for the Dolphins. Uh, just, yeah, I don't know about this team. Uh, this is going to be a close game. I, the Dolphins obviously, gonna, sorry, the Titans are obviously going to miss Tino. Fafita, Mo Fodawaka, big time. I think Jolliffe's done a good job for them. But yeah, that um, that four pack is in a little bit of trouble, I think. Uh, with Jaden Campbell at the back, he's an electrifying player. The back line's pretty settled there. Uh, and you've still got four and then you've got Boyd. So look, from a Supercoach perspective, is there anyone you'd touch? Probably not. There's probably not anyone you'd want to go for there. From well, Probably from either side. Tafare, maybe he's still pretty cheap. He's still 300 and something, but oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's going to hold his spot for the rest of the year. The Dolphins do seem to have dipped, even though they tested the Broncos last week. Um, if you don't have a Sarko, do you roll the Sarko? They do have a buy in round 21. Do you roll the Sarko? He's been in unbelievable form, really good goal kicking as well. Um, Marshall King owners. What do you do there? It's a tough one. If you still have him, I don't know who you trade him to this week. I reckon it's the last game. So I think if Marshall King doesn't play, just suck it up. There's nothing you can do anyway. I mean, I don't think you want to get um, one of the Titans hookers. Maybe you just suck it up. Uh, look, I'm expecting a really close game here. Uh, let's go Titans 26, Dolphins 24. I'll take the home team back in a minute. All right, guys, time for this. I, I, we need to talk. I, I want to talk to you about something. Yeah, we do have to have a wee talk. What's the priority this week? Max player numbers being 13 or conserving trades? Really depends on a few things. Obviously, how many trades have you got up your sleeve? Uh, I would suspect probably the majority of owners, uh, players have got somewhere between, I'd say, 8 and maybe 13 or 14. Um, yeah, maybe between 8 and 13, something like that. So I guess you got to decide what's more important for you. Uh, where are you positioned? Are you in a spot to um, uh, to attack this week and try and make up ground? I think it could be a tricky week to do that uh, or not. It's hard to say. There's not as many high-scoring guns out there. Um, you know, Nico aside, who's who's the obvious captaincy or vice captaincy choice this week. So it may not be that high scoring around anyway. Uh, so even if you do have, say, 13 players, 
and um, a bunch of other guys in your league or whatever got 10, you might only, you know, you might make up 100 points, 150 points uh, and have an overall, extend your overall lead or have an overall lead over them, whatever it may be, and increase your ranking. I don't know if it's going to go up dramatically this week. Uh, so, look, for me, I think it's, I think if you've got less than 10, I think it's about conserving trades, keeping your powder dry. Uh, if you've got more than 10, I reckon you can go use the three trades. If you can get by with two, uh, if you can get by with one or none, even better. How good would that be? Uh, so for me, I would still be conserving trades. It's only round 19. We have 27 rounds, uh, 26 rounds with the head-to-heads. So you really got to keep that in mind. Conserving trades, uh, depending on what you want to do. I mean, depending how much money you've got in the bank, this is a great week to try and bank some bank some cash. Maybe trade out a couple of blokes you're not happy with and bring in a couple of nuffs who will play for you this week, score okay for you. Maybe they score shit house, you know, but they will bank the cash for you and then you can do some spending uh, later on and bring in keepers. You can't spend if you don't and bring in keepers if you don't have the trades to do that. So it's a balancing act. I have no issue whatsoever if you're going to use a couple of trades this week, regardless of your situation, regardless of whether you got seven trades, eight trades, 13 trades, uh, and bring in a couple of cheap guys to, um, so you've got some bankroll to spend up when uh, post-origin because there are guys out there, your Grants, your Fafitas, your Clearies, uh, Ponga, if you want to go drink water, something like that. There's guys out there that you'll really want to get your hands on. Uh, you're going to need trades, but you're also going to need cash. So you might have to use trades in order to get cash. You have to talk. Yeah. Bringing in keepers early. What do you think? If you're really good for numbers this week, if you're if you're uh, plush for numbers, do you and you've got these three trades, to use this week, do you bring in? Do you bring in someone who's playing Origin? Do you bring in a Fafita? Uh, do you bring in a Harry Grant? Um, depending how you're going with your halves, do you bring in Cleary? I'm not too sure about Cleary. It's a hamstring injury. You would think they will be super cautious. The word is he's going to be playing next week, uh, and I believe he's got Dolphins into Dogs. So you want a piece of that action, I guess. Um, it is a hamstring injury though. You never know how that plays out. Cleary has come back from injuries really well in the past, though. So, and look, Fafita, doubt's there. I think they play next Sunday, so he does have a four-day break between games. Uh, last time the Titans played, and Holbrook uh, put him, had him on the bench and played him limited minutes off the bench. Holbrook's not the coach anymore. Uh, this bloke, and I've forgotten his name, sorry, the interim coach, he might have a different philosophy. And if Fafita says, I'm good to go, you start the bloke, and he's a must-have. And from someone who has not had him all year, he's a must-have. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. So I can understand going early. I think he's someone that you want to bring in. You definitely want to bring in once he's once Origin is done. His break-even is pretty low. In fact, I think it's I think it's really low actually. So uh, and I'm just going to check that, but I'm pretty sure it is very very low. So it's kind of like almost. Now or never. It's 41. It's 41. And look at it. Look at his scores. He's got tons for Africa. One, two, three, four, five. Six tons in his last seven games. And the other game was that game uh, against uh, Souths where he only played like half an hour. Um, oh, 
I don't mind bringing in Fafita really. Cross your fingers and hope he doesn't get injured. Uh, in Origin, there's a play there for sure because you want you're going to want to bring him in anyway next week. If you've got numbers for this week, I don't see an issue with bringing him in for sure and hope he gets through Origin unscathed. I think probably the same applies for Harry Grant, depending how your hookers are based. Uh, I think Grant you need to have for the run home. Uh, so I think going early on Grant. Uh, Ponga, who was going to have a really low break even, I would have thought if I just check, and he's just running hot, and I believe he has the Tigers um, next week. So you want a piece of Ponga for that. Uh, and let's check. Yeah, it is the Tigers. And the break even is 19. I think Ponga is in the same boat as for Feeder and Grant. Uh, if you can bring him in and your numbers are fine this week, and Ponga's not playing Origin, so he should be sweet for next week. I don't mind doing that. I, I, we need to talk. I, I want to talk to you about something. Let's temper expectations on the blowouts this week. I think last week was possibly an outlier. It could be a sign of things to come, but like, and from the scores, I mean, the biggest blowout I've got this week is Sharks to win by 14. Um, the line is 22. So I'm being conservative there with 14. Otherwise, I've got a two-point game a six-point game, a six-point game, and a two-point game. So I've got lots of close games in there. Uh, so temper expectations on blowouts for the Tigers, Dogs, and Dragons games. I think they will bounce back. I think they're definitely playing weaker opposition. Uh, and well, maybe not so much the Tigers and Sharks. That You know, who knows? Who knows what could happen there? That could be a bloodbath tonight. Temper expectations. We're not going to see the massive scores that we saw last week. Keep that in mind. Um, when um, when you're looking at guys and maybe targeting Rabbitohs players against the Dogs, the Rabbitohs are very, very they're depleted, big time. Uh, and the the Raiders are playing the Dragons. The Raiders don't tend to put teams away, so maybe just maybe just keep that in mind. We have to talk. All right, who are the best cheapies or nuffs to get this week? Like I said, it's a great week to target these blokes uh, and to bank some cash. They play for one week and you never see them again. Perfect scenario. Um, who are the best ones? I mean, young Munro at the Rabbitohs, he might be on the wing for the rest of the year, and that's not a bad piece of real estate to be on. And a bottom dollar, he's not enough. He won't be enough. He'll just be a cheapie, and you can play him on matchups. The Rabbitohs do have really good matchups for the rest. I mean, they're a good team. They match up pretty well against everyone. They do have a good uh, they do have a good draw in terms of their opposition. They've got games, I'm trying to think. They've definitely got games against um, some some pretty weak opponents. Uh, I'm just going to check. I think it's, la it's later on in the year. We hope he keeps his spot because uh, Dogs this week into a bye, into Broncos. Then they do have Tigers, Sharks, who defensively aren't that great, and Dragons and Newcastle followed by a buy and the Roosters. If you've got him there as your sixth or seventh winger, happy days. And you might want to play him in those games against the Tigers and the Dragons, maybe even the Sharks. And if um, if Cody Walker's killing it, Latrell's back as well, possibly then Munro's a great option. I think it's an absolute no-brainer for you this week. Uh, his teammate, love it in the second row. Like I said earlier, if we knew he was going to have an 80-minute roll uh, and, you know, he was just going to make his tackles, do his hit-ups, and give us 45 to 50. I think he's a great option at bottom dollar. Uh, but we I don't know how it's going to play out. Um, on the bench, there's, 
there's uh, Talis Duncan, but I'm pretty sure Talis Duncan is a middle. I'm pretty sure he's a lock forward. So if there's 80 minutes there for Lovett, fantastic. And he's a great one to bring in. Another one I'm looking at is Asu Kapoa at the Tigers. Like I said, he had a really good game, his last game against the Storm. Uh, and then he was, I don't know if he was dropped or injured or what the story was there. He was strong. I thought he had a very strong game. He is dual. He is second row center dual, which is absolute gold for a Nuffy. Problem is he may not become a Nuffy. Tiger selections are all over the show and he might keep his spot or be in one week out the other. Could be a real tough one there. I kind of, I don't mind it though. The dual really makes it interesting for me. I think he'll score okay uh, when he is playing. So it's a tough one because in the games he has, uh, in the games where he has played 80 minutes, I'm pretty sure I did the math and he's averaging about 45-ish. And do not quote me on that. I'm just trying to remember. I did a quick little wee look and it wasn't, it wasn't that ugly. In the games he has played 80 minutes, whether that be, he's played 80 minutes with number 15 on his, he was, it must have been a late, late in. He scored uh, 69 with a try. He scored 65 with a try. He scored 51 uh, with a try. So he's, he, he, can, he knows how to score a try. Uh, he, 69 minutes, he scored 33. And in his last 80-minute game against the Storm, he scored 45. Uh, the base wasn't great. He was out on the wing or at center, but there was some creative stuff there. I don't mind him. Uh, don't look at him as enough who we're never going to see again. There's a, every chance he's going to play a handful of games um, at uh, the Tigers for the rest of the year. But the duel really does help. Um, Lumi Lumi, possibly, on a wing at Parramatta. Uh, it's a bit risky because who are the halves? They're going to feed him decent ball. And there's no gutho there either uh, swinging around the back. So maybe, uh, yeah, and Warriors' defense has been pretty good. One to maybe have a look at. I did have Volkman down here, but uh, in breaking news, it sounds like Sean Johnson will be on the plane. Uh, his lovely partner posted uh, that uh, Bubba's still a week away. Uh, don't come and don't come inside, Sean. <laughs> uh, don't pop out because Daddy's going to be uh, away, or Daddy's going to be on a plane or something. So looks like Johnson's playing, which is awesome, uh, and Volkman probably not. So I'll scratch him. Uh, I did have Tellus Duncan in here as well because he's cheap, uh, but. What minutes will he play? It's a tough one. He may not. He may even get scratched anyway. That Leon Knight might find his way into the side. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But yeah, best cheapies or nuffs to run with. I think definitely Munro. I wouldn't look at the uh, the guys that are on the bench. There's some guys on the bench like the young fella at the Dragons, the Duncan maybe. Uh, I wouldn't look at any of those blokes. The uh, Colhoun at the Sharks. I think if they're starting and they can get you some decent points just for one week. That is the way to go. Back in a minute. All right, guys, time for this. Question. All right, question. And uh, first question from a lady. Yes, there's officially at least one female listening to my podcast. How good is that? Congratulations. Sarah asked, and oh, no, my wife, no, she doesn't count. She doesn't count, and she's definitely not putting questions uh to the therapist uh but sarah has asked i have buller and bateman and i'm tempted to trade to kennedy and madison gives me 13 for the week and avoids the cash loss 
but down to six trades left. Is it worth it? Uh, Sarah, firstly, thank you for, um, for emailing through. Very cool. Thank you for listening. Uh, look, is it worth it? Uh, the Buller one really sucks. Look, I've loved, I loved owning Buller, and I say that past tense because I don't anymore. I got rid of him um, when it was when he was still had a seven um, number seven in the middle of his name at the <laughs> at the start of his price. And if you held, and I totally get why you'd hold, uh, but yeah, the Tigers look like they're about to fall. Well, they're falling off a cliff, uh, and Buller might be. Uh, collateral damage there for sure i get it he will lose a lot of coin uh who knows what he's going to score this week i suspect it'll be a lot better than the 15 or whatever he he gave us last week um because i expect a better performance from the tigers bateman possibly on the chopping block as well i think maybe be a little bit patient with bateman i think he might come good uh if he can pump out 60s for you each week there's nothing wrong with that there really isn't so I don't think, I mean, Buller to Candy makes sense because, you know, Candy's playing this week. He's playing the rest of the, um, well, so, so is Buller, playing the rest of the season. He's in a better attacking team for sure. Um, Buller to Kennedy makes sense. I uh, I don't think Bateman to Madison does. Madison's playing 5-8 this week in a team without their regular halves, without their fullback, against a pretty strong defensive side in the Warriors. So I don't think Bateman to Madison makes sense. I think Buller to Kennedy. Just do the one trade. Just do Buller to Kennedy and uh, and run with that. And that gives you, you still got Bateman. And like you said, that gives you 13. I would do that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do both trades. Uh, uh, question. Right. Uh, KD asks, Running with Cook and Nicarima at hooker, I'm thinking Braley for the run home. But for who? I don't mind. I don't mind you thinking there. I don't mind Braley either. Uh, he's gone all right. And um, I almost brought him in last week. I think he might have given us a 70-odd. So he's a rock-solid player. He really, really is. Uh, let's have a look at his scores. 530K, break-even at 22. 57 average, 62 three round average, 65 round average. Last week, 65. Week before, 85. So, yeah, that's a that's an interesting one. Uh, and for who? Cook. What's Cook's valued at about 630,000? Break even, doesn't really matter. Averages around, you know, 67, 68. It's been um, three and five round average. Nicarima's even, oh, he's 6'11", 73, three-round average, 68, five-round average. I didn't mind Nicarima at the back. How long is he going to stay there, though? I don't think they're going to stick with, um, I don't think they're going to stick with the hammer in the centres, especially if Brenko Lee is back and fit. I think he'll be back to fullback. That's where you need him to play. Nicarima did a good job uh, in the meantime. Oh, Nicarima's playing this week. Uh, so if you drop Nicarima, you got, you're running with Braley and with Cook. Cook's still got two buys. Braley's running through. I'd go safe. I'd go safe and I'd get rid of Nicarima, to be honest with you. Because that way you've got, you're, if you're going to run with Braley and Cook for the run home, uh, doesn't and they're both playable uh, on any given week uh, or just go on matchups. So whereas Nicarima, uh, his position's probably in doubt whether he's going to stay at fullback with the hammer looming whether he plays in the halves, whether he plays off the bench. So I would go Nicarima uh, to Braley 
I'm quite relaxed with that and run with a Cook Braley hooker combo. Uh, if you do have any questions for us, fire them through nrlsctherapy at gmail.com uh, or the Q&A on Spotify. Happy to answer those for you. Back in a tick. All right, guys. Best bets. Here we go. Time to make some money. Ten bucks tonight. The uh, the Sharkies game against the Tigers. Good one to target. Just missed out on the um, Sharkies-Dragons. Big old same game of last week. Thanks to Sione Kartoa. But let's try it again, shall we? Same day multi. Mulatalo to score a double. Jesse Ramian to score a try. I've got a feeling about Teague Wilton. Just got a feeling about him. Looking at trading him in, but I'm not going to do it. And he's going to punish me and score a try. And Sharks to score over five and a half tries. That's paying 13 bucks. 10 bucks returns 130. $50 either way parlay. Just the two games here. I'm, I don't trust the games that involve the Tigers, the Dragons, or the Dogs. So let's trust the Eels and the Warriors to be close. Either side 1 to 12. And the Titans, Dolphins to be close. Either side 1 to 12. Paying $2.77. 50 bucks returns one thirty-eight fifty-eight. I don't mind that one. $30, two dogs to cover. I'm going to take the Dragons 11 and a half. The plus 11 and a half. I've got this as a two-point game. I think plus 11 and a half. Look, the Dragons might let me down. I just said I don't trust those teams, but I'm doing it anyway. I just think I just think it's going to be close. And the Tigers, 22 and a half points. I'll take some of that. you got to think they're going to play a lot better than they did last week. I know the Sharks are the kind of team that can roll, but uh, well, just 22 and a half, that is a lot of points. Um a lot of points for a head start. So let's take those two together at $3.64. 30 bucks returns $109.44. And a $10 anytime try score a multi. Let's go Ramian. Let's go one from each game. So Jesse Ramian, uh, Michaela Ravalawa, DWZ, now that Mutt Johnson's back for sure. Uh, let's go with Munro. We're all going to get him, so let's just cheer him on. And Asako uh, at the Dolphins. Uh, of all those five uh, salute, it is twenty-two forty-nine paying to ten bucks returns two two four ninety-eight. Uh, good luck if you are having a punt on the weekend. Do so responsibly. Don't go crazy. Back in a tick. All right, gang. That's almost going to do it for the round nineteen preview. Last big buy of the year. Super exciting. Uh, how are we all going to handle it? Um, it's going to be tough, but I think we're going to get through it. We can get through it together. Uh, just the five games, so enjoy those. Remember, we've got Origin on Wednesday. How good. Uh, look, trades for me this week. Um, I think I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna go Taruba to Munro. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. And I might just ditch Hosking as well. This week might be the week to get rid of Hosking. Um, and I might go Hosking to. Uh, it's. I either go with a cheap enough. I either go love it, uh, bank the cash, or I bring in. I'm arming and arming about Kapoa, to be honest with you, because I like that dual option. I also kind of like Junior Barlow. I, I really like getting in Junior Barlow. So I've got to think about that tonight. Uh, enjoy the footy. If you uh, if you are enjoying the show, I really, really do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Be a friend and tell a friend. Hit us up, nrlsctherapy at gmail.com or the Q&A on the Spotify. I appreciate any feedback. Uh, so uh, enjoy uh, the round 19 uh just the five games it's all cool we can have fun with that and we've got origin next week 
game three, she's all go. I'll talk to you before then. Uh, I will catch you uh, early next week to go over what we've just seen. Enjoy the footy, and thanks for listening. Cheers, team.